Hi everyone, welcome to the Business Behind Beauty podcast. My name is Jess and today we have the beautiful Danielle Zab cousin on with us. Um, she is a model, she comes in and has um, treatments with us at Skin Philosophy and, is, um, and helps with the students. Um, vegan, lifestyle blogger, does her own podcast, you name it, she does it. And um, so I'd like for Danielle to introduce herself today. So hi Danielle. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Perfect. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, the main thing that we kind of, we wanted to obviously ask you just a few questions, something that like our listeners would love to hear from you. So at first, firstly, we want to know about you and your story. So where did, let's go into the modelling first. Where did this all start? Okay, so I... I'm thir- I've just turned 30, well, in November, and I've been modelling since I was 14. I was actually in a modelling competition. I don't know if you remember um, Sugar Magazine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they used to do a competition um, with, like, they used to go around the country and scout girls, so I loved the magazine. So I ended up being scouted for that. And then after that, I was signed. So I've been modelling for 16 years. So that's how that all started. I left school to do it. I sort of went back to do my A-levels. And then I thought, no, I want to be a module. Like, that's where I want to be. So that's how I found modelling. Have you always been quite photogenic? Like, do you enjoy being in front of the camera? Have you always had kind of that side in you? Or was it, did you just kind of end up doing this and turn into a passion? I loved performing when I was younger I was always in front of the camera there was a small part of my life where I got very camera shy but then when the modeling thing came around I'm very into like beauty fashion so it all just felt like it was right for me and yeah I love to perform and put on shows and stuff and I was always yeah so I did I did enjoy that side of it yeah, I know that's good. And do you still enjoy it a lot now? I've spoken to a, a friend of yours who I also know, who's Rebecca, and um, it's very kind of, you, it's very, do you enjoy the life of just kind of being a bit all over the place and just seeing where kind of, do you, are you quite scheduled with everything that you do and you like knowing what you're doing or do you enjoy kind of not knowing what's coming up next? Yeah, um, I agenda. really enjoy not knowing what could happen the next day. Like yeah. I love, or oh, anything could happen today. I'm not really the kind of person who likes a routine. I find that quite stressful. Yeah. And I think because that's all I've ever known, because I've only ever modelled, so straight from school to modelling and having this like, oh, one day I could be jumping on a plane somewhere to do a shoot. The next day I could just be at home chilling. I really enjoy that because yeah. I enjoy the I enjoy the days off as well and then yeah Yeah. it's good just knowing you could get an email like anything could happen I love that feeling yeah no that's nice and um so what is in terms of like what is kind of if you could say like three points about the industry whether it be personally to you on how you feel or just like the industry in general kind of like three good points and three bad points of what you kind of not so much bad points, but I know that there's a lot of pressure. Like I know that it's like people potentially put an instant, I suppose, maybe judge on people that have kind of like a model title of kind of um, on kind of what maybe people could 
be like or personalities and things so whether it be the job role or whether it be you what would you say the three pros and cons are in the industry I mean I say um the positive sides of it are you get to meet a lot of great people you're always working different kinds of people which is I love that turning up at a job and also on the on like if if you didn't really get on with someone on the day you think well I won't I don't have to work with you again so that's really <laughs> like, yeah. both both ways but I think it's great to meet different kinds of people the creative side of it is so interesting like the flair for you know fashion and beauty and seeing all the trends I love all that stuff and I think the freedom to travel as well you can work around the world doing modeling which is great and I love that but there obviously are quite a lot of cons and as I've got older I've lost interest in the modeling sort of world a little bit but I'd say the cons were the stereotypes people give you the prejudgment I was saying to my friend the other day after the amount that I've heard when are you going to get a proper job people don't understand how much hard work goes into modeling maintaining your appearance like keep dressing about you know staying on top form and the lot the days are long like I've been on some jobs where it's hard work it's not as easy as people think so you have to just sort of let that go when people Mm. say stuff like that it's gonna be quite irritating um you also have to have quite a thick skin which over the years I've really had to work on because you are being judged for what you look like. When I started modelling, it was really just about what you looked like. I feel now it's changed slightly to more your personality. They want to know who you are. You are the you are the brand almost, like you are that person. So that's probably a good thing that that's changed, but you have to have a thick skin and you have to understand that it's not necessarily personal mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think we're very much like in a world now and in a society that everyone's kind of in a way watching everyone and judging everybody by literally just like what they're seeing and it's very much kind of like you're the forefront of um being there that everyone's seeing but then also as well is that people are into personality so people are kind of been watching the personality just as much as the pictures and stuff and um but yeah no it is um, it all sounds like it's, it's one of those things that I do. It sounds amazing. But like you said, like people do underestimate so much what really does go on behind the scenes. The consistency, the kind um, like the, of, of you maintaining you and um, like you said, having the thick skin. And it's also just kind of the pros is being all over the place. The cons is being all over the place in terms of you do need to do a lot of dedication um, to doing it. Um, so that's that then so you're you're what sort of um tell us about like the behind the scenes of the camera life like you as a person kind of like your your lifestyle how you grew up do like tell us a bit more about you behind the, behind the camera okay so I personally think that my Instagram it's getting better but my the modeling side of me doesn't really represent who I am as a person and during covid my agency closed down so I took a little break and I really got to know who I was so I feel like it's really good to share that side so I live um by the seaside in Essex and um I'm very into like spiritual 
spirituality I'm really into the moon stuff crystal stuff now that this is a new thing I've really sort of got to know who I was in this sort of way um yeah I just love like obviously going out with friends and stuff socializing but I do a lot of writing that was a new passion that came up when I stopped modeling um yeah what else do I do I'm vegan and I'm animal rights activist as well so that's sort of me behind the scenes but I feel like through my modeling photos this doesn't really show my personality and all these other elements to it um, yeah it is one of those things it's always one of those things of just kind of like almost in- Instagram versus reality but even your yeah. pictures though on social media they're very um, they're, they're very like lovely pictures warming pictures it's just um, I, I, I think that they're I think it does complement you as a person and but it's also but yeah it's never going to be the same from a picture to real life but what made you turn down that route like did something happen in in kind of your life that went from that got to a point where it's like now I'm into because I find me personally that someone who a lot of the time like 80% of the time people that turn to becoming more holistic and doing um and having more of that approach has had to hit something to get to to get to that point so what made you do what made you turn that way yeah so for me I had like a really turbulent I'd say two years um before this happened I was in a relationship and I was engaged to the guy but I was looking back now I didn't really realize how miserable I was um the wedding was planned everything like that was all booked and we split up and it was very um how can I say it traumatic it was yeah. very true and from splitting up with this guy it was like a domino effect of everything in my life being turned upside down I I did not know what was going on I didn't know how to handle it and I almost I would say I hit like rock bottom because yeah. I just everything has changed then Covid happened so my agency shut down my whole life was upside down and the touching on the spirituality side there's a thing in the spiritual world that is called Saturn Returns yeah. to do with astrology and apparently it happens around just around 27 to 29.5 every 27 to 29.5 years of your life mm. and it comes in shakes it up and I just thought oh my gosh I'm gonna have to start again approaching 30 was the last thing I wanted to do start my life yeah. again I thought I was going to be married with maybe children and then you know continue modeling it all changed and I just thought I think after six months I thought I'm just gonna have to really embrace this and Mm. go with the flow rather than trying to hold on to things and control them so I think that was the biggest turning point and Covid for me was a blessing because it made me stop I had to stop I couldn't date anyone else I had to (laughs) (laughs) window shop online or whatever yeah I had to really sit with myself and go okay like what you get where are you gonna go from here what are you gonna do and Mm. you have to heal I had to heal it forced me to heal so I think the process over the two years has taken quite a long time but looking back now at the point I am now to where I was when COVID first happened I feel like a different person and I really know who I am so that's yeah. really important yeah I think that's really nice and like as much as it's as much as like I would never wish anybody to go through it I think it does take hitting 
that breaking point to make people who they are and to find who they are as people and to become humble to know the boundaries to kind of build who they are and um, yeah. as much as it's as much as it's horrible it sounds like that you're like a million times better than than what you was so um, yeah I feel like the strength you find you know like in the worst darkest moments like the strength that you find inside yourself to be like actually no so all you need is a tiny bit of hope to be like I'm not gonna let this happen to me actually this is not how my life's gonna be it's incredible like, how you can just build yourself back up but like, looking back now it was a blessing because I wouldn't want that life that I thought I wanted yeah. so being yeah. over but yeah it's crazy how it all changes have you got are you kind of like dating now like where are you at with the whole relationship thing um so <laughs> I am having the time of my life if I'm honest <laughs> doing whatever you want <laughs> I said you know what I was dating another guy recently but that didn't really work out and I thought actually I need to be alone I need to just have some fun I don't want to commit to anything my best friend recently became single so we've been having a great time and we just sort of said let's take one year to focus on our careers focus on our happiness and then you know if the guy comes along that we've always dreamt of then we'll be in a great place I think it's so important to be happy yourself before meeting someone yeah I I massively agree with that obviously everybody does come from different walks of life different beliefs and all of that sort of stuff but I am a huge believer that if you if anyone's in a relationship where it's not where it's not working for them or there's a lot of toxic energy and stuff like that I think it's really important to find that strength to kind of move on um and but when everyone when they're ready I do think that it's important that everyone has a time of their life before right before they have a proper relationship or if they're kind of between relationships or whatever where they do have that time to find themselves and to and to be independent to be happy to know what they want so then like you said when you go into a new relationship you are bringing that happiness in with you because yeah any toxic energy that is there within yourself will definitely show up in a relationship if if once as soon as you get into it um because that's where you're obviously the most I suppose intimate with somebody but yeah no it all sounds really good though so have you got any uh, stories for us or any um, tips or well what I did do um when was this last year I went on holiday by myself I went to Italy alone and it was the best thing I could have done. I was terrified because I thought, oh, my God, so I'm going alone. But I went the week that I was meant to get married. because I thought I'm going to change the narrative. It was I went to the place I was getting married. I went to Florence in Italy. Wow. Changed the story. And now I think of Florence and I think of that trip rather than, oh, that's where my wedding would have been. So I went to Italy alone and I just thought, Do you know what? Go and enjoy yourself. Eat all the food. You know, like an eat, pray, love kind of moment. I went there and it was so fun. I was in a different, I was out with a different Italian every night. <laughs> in what? The people at the hotel, I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> it was just great fun. And it was so nice to just wander around and do anything I wanted. I'd never really had that luxury of just thinking, what do I want to do today? Always tried to please other people and be like, oh, they don't want to do that, so we won't do that. So it was just 
that was really fun. And then you have just been like dating and getting to know people rather than jumping straight in. And yeah, my friend and I, we went speed dating. Oh. <laughs> and how did that go? I mean, it was a bit of a tragedy, but it was. <laughs> we, we turned up and we were like, oh no. Um, but it was a great laugh. Like, it was so fun. And everyone was really nice. And it was something I've always wanted to do. So I thought, while I'm single, just do all these things that I've wanted to do and just have, have some fun. Like, yeah. why the hell? Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, that, that, um, do you, that feeling that you get when you have that sense of almost like independent it's just mm-hmm. like it's a feeling that you just can't explain to anyone like that just that inner feeling which is like really nice and it's so amazing that you use that to go off and go on your trips do stuff by yourself and when people do that it makes you also realize how much of it's not actually a really scary place and the one thing that I think a lot of people especially with everything that's going on at the moment people have got just this whole anger I suppose towards the world and whatever but when you actually start going out and doing what you're doing and being more independent and finding your own happiness your own inner peace and and going off and enjoying the world it makes you actually realize how much people are lovely and how much people are and how much the world isn't is actually a really nice place but I think you need to be in that state of mind to be accepting all of that yeah I so something I've done recently is I've stopped I've been very careful about content and media that I've been consuming I stopped reading the news the first thing I would do every day is read the news and it's I'd say probably like 80% negative headlines Mm -hmm. and starting my day that way I then would it would be in the back of my mind oh you'd have this horrible anxiety like you said that the world is this awful place Mm -hmm. but I've been very careful you know unfollowed accounts that make me feel bad and that's been such a game changer for me because I'm not missing out on anything. The first thing I thought is, oh, how will I know what's going on in the world? But actually, I've not missed anything. And it's really changed my views and perception. Like I've just, it's in a really positive way. Yeah. And going out, like you said, and looking at the positive things, the good things in the world, because there are a lot of good and nice people out there and good things yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like kind of where you're at in your life now, obviously, even with work, you're doing the um, obviously you're doing all your vegan animal rights and everything. Animal activist. Yes. Yeah. Animal activist and stuff. We're into working life. What is your ongoing plans where you're trying to keep I suppose those boundaries, trying to make sure that you're staying happy, trying to make sure that you're you're saying who you are as a as a person, because obviously you sound like now two years has been a long time, but also a short time, and you've come to you you've come to towards of the end like the end of the healing journey, even though we people can always consistently be healing. So yeah. how are you going to take that with you onwards? I think for me, it would be sorry. Um, I think for me it would be just recognizing like recognizing if there's red flags in moving forward um feeling sitting and feeling my emotions and knowing they're okay Mm -hmm. is huge like if something's happening to me I have a tendency to live very black and white it's all or nothing I have to understand that 
there is that middle ground there is that area in the gray area where you can say okay it doesn't have to be full-on or nothing I have a tip like even when I started working out it was like go 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 but I have to realize actually I can have a day off or two and I can have some cake and it's all about balance I think so I would take that that's definitely a lesson I've learned moving forward um and yeah always just just accepting who I am as a person and like if I feel something not feeling bad about it don't suppress it let's let's discuss why why do I feel that way what's made me feel that way I'm not nervous to let someone in my life but I think now if I met someone I would handle it very differently to how I have in the past so yeah so after all this time of healing I would definitely I'm not cautious, but I've learned, I'm taking all these lessons that I've learned and I'm going to apply them to whatever comes my way. Mm. And in, how did you learn these lessons? Obviously you have the reality of going through it. Um, yeah. What did you do? Were you doing books, podcasts? What, is there anything that you would recommend for people that are trying to heal themselves? Is there, yeah. people, what, would you, what would you recommend in terms of that? So I went, we went straight into lockdown after I had the horrible breakup and my life basically came to an abrupt <laughs> halt. Mm-hmm. And um, I started writing. I started writing a blog, and, which I'm now turning into a book called, the, it's called The Heartbreak Hotel. But I, I basically would say, I think writing's a great thing. I think find healthy coping, coping mechanisms I had a tendency to turn to alcohol, anything that would numb that 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 feeling that I had. Um, so now I meditate, which is incredible. Learning how to breathe through a moment of panic. And it's so funny because you just, you're, I mean, this, something happens and I panic. I literally close my eyes and I count to three, inhale, and then yeah. three. I look a bit crazy, but I think <laughs> just my yeah. it's very important. Um, mm and yeah started to do yoga and self-care like you have to give yourself that love you have to understand that you're worthy of that love and you have to give that to yourself but for me it was writing was a real release I could just write down everything and I feel like once you've written it down and you get it out you can take a deep breath and then move forward yeah that's really nice yeah Yeah. no I think that's really good um and I'm looking forward to reading your book as well I think it will help a lot of people I think as well what you've also gone through to some people who are potentially going through it can feel a very lonely place at the time at the so once you're at the other end you don't you realize kind of what was around you but going through a relationship breakup only you're feeling that emotion at that time and you're attached to it no matter how many people are say around you being there um and also at the end of the day when people feel like their lives have turned up to way down there's that's that's kind of how they're feeling at that time and um and so what's nice is hopefully people that are listening to this is that people do go through this and people's lives do get turned upside down and people do go through heartbreaks and uh, in their own ways and it just goes to show how people can come out the other side and I, I really feel like now people who are kind of almost successful or or kind of or doing I suppose well in what they're doing a lot of it nowadays is all coming down to mindset like busy is not cool anymore like looking like you're doing a million and ten different things isn't cool anymore the people that are actually 
doing the best are the people that are actually taking that step back, living in the moment, accepting things that are going on, breathing through it, taking it day by day and like, and taking it as it comes. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Because like, the energy people give off when they do, when they act that way and they take it slow and you know they're genuinely happy, that is really attractive. So you want to see what this person's doing. I don't like the busy, over the top, I feel like there was this, a phase on Instagram where it was like very fake facade of looking busy and working all the time. I think, is it called like grind set life? It's like mind grind set, I don't know what it was called, but yeah, I didn't like that because it just, it's not, it's not how life should be lived, I don't think. No. But yeah, I, went, I, I think I've probably only just come out of that kind of like myself really of just, it's like we have got everyone's got busy lifestyles like it, like me and you chat in a way we've got busy lifestyles and um, but it's definitely the mindset on how you deal with it but even if you if you saw like my social media the last kind of couple of years it's very much like I'm going here I'm going here I'm doing this I'm doing that mm-hmm. and stuff and then I've just got to a point now like, I've hardly been on really social media recently I've just taken that kind of step back because it's just like it's not cool like it's exhausting it looks yeah. like you're doing well really like knackered and like yeah. and yeah no I know what you I know what you mean is that like no one really wants that grind lifestyle everyone's so exhausted now that they want to they want peace they want things that bring them peace but, yeah yeah and um but yeah so with so uh, like kind of our last subject um obviously you're vegan animal activist tell us a little bit more about that kind of how did you get to that into this into kind of going down that route okay so I first I I went vegetarian when I was um 18 and I'll be honest it was after my first dog died and I just it's triggered me and I was like and I couldn't I couldn't I sort of said to myself why Uh, like all animals became equal to me then and I thought oh gosh okay Then I found out about the dairy industry. So for me, it was purely because of animal ethics. It wasn't now it's a very health conscious thing. It was just because I didn't want to eat animals. I found out about the dairy industry and I thought, oh, no, that's even worse. So then I went vegan and um, actually started doing a lot of animal rights stuff with my mum. She's vegan as well. So we did it locally. And then we just looked into things that we cared about and were passionate about and went and supported. Um, So we did some protests in, we just protest outside the circus when they were using animals. They no longer use animals now, but when they did. Um, So we stood out there for a few days. And more recently, I went to a place called Camp Beagle where they test on dogs. Um, And there's people protesting out there 24-7. Like, it's amazing. So you just take up supplies and spread the word a bit like make people aware and now it's great because when I first went vegan there was no options and my friends were like you're what <laughs> you're why are you doing that and I was like oh don't worry <laughs> but now <laughs> it's so common and for a healthier lifestyle as well obviously you can be an unhealthy vegan too but you know the non-dairy milks are huge like it's just great how much to see how much it's grown over this time. It's definitely something where it's, it's very important to me and I could never just sit back and do nothing. Yeah, that's amazing. I think it's really good that you've taken, 
like a stand on it because people do agree with you but not many people do anything about it and if anyone if everyone actually came together who does agree with you that does want to do that is not doing anything about it that would like every everyone helps sort of thing yeah um, yeah there's definitely so much more uh, because this is the next thing that I was going to ask you because there is definitely obviously so much more out there now to be able to become vegan or vegetarian or whatever like kind of going down that route yeah I think a lot of it is more of habits and like lifestyles like people the instant habit is for people who aren't kind of vegetarian or vegan is coming back and just putting like chicken and veg in the oven or like just like going off buying their meats and their veg or going to um a place and having steak or something like that like it's it's more about a habit but when I went vegetarian vegan and everything um it was a crazy how much it takes a little bit of a while to change your habit but then but then once you change the habit it's then easy but it's also the new foods that you also taste because yeah. you end up finding because you don't want things to taste bland and stuff like that you end up finding all these new flavors putting all these new things together and it's actually quite fun when you get into it yeah I yeah. think so. I've got really creative with the food and the flavor it's all about the flavor really isn't it yeah my friend the other week and we were in um in Shoreditch House in London and I saw they had we both wanted pasta and I said oh should we just share one and I said there's a vegan bolognese they did a mint version a, a meat version meat version meat version and, and a plant-based version and I said would you mind if we share the plant-based one and she was she's not veggie and I said it's exactly the same it would just be vegan mints it would be the same flavors everything and she was very apprehensive. I said, if you don't like it, you can order the other one. And she loved it because it was just the text, the same, really. Um, so, yeah, it's all about the flavours. And I got so creative with my cooking after. Even ba- I love baking. So that I was like, oh, how am I going to bake as a vegan? And you find out all these tips and tricks. It's so good. Yeah. So, like, one tip, like the, um, you know, chickpeas. The water, the white water, if you pour that into a whisking bowl and put a little bit of, I think it's called, I can't remember what it's called, but it makes it, you whip it and it turns into meringue. So little things like that. So it's obviously like quite a lot healthier. Um, You just find out all these tips and tricks and it's great. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. No, I think it's really good. Um, Amazing. So going on to just kind of our last finalized part now this is the question I always ask everybody on the podcast of like what does what is your own perception of beauty like what does beauty mean to you whether it be how you feel in yourself your looks your health the world how you see things like what what how do you see it I think um beauty is just about expressing and accepting who you are and your own individuality I think people that are comfortable in their skin are the most beautiful people and I just like when people are very authentic and you know when someone is happy in themselves you can feel that energy come off them and it's like the most so attractive I think it's so attractive and you're drawn to that person you think they've got something about them I don't know what it is but I think that's beautiful and you you can never put your finger on it but I think really that's because they're so comfortable with who they are and I just think beauty is just being 
accepting you for who you are and loving that person yeah completely I think as well beauty is also like with that is people also accepting that person because someone can be I find sometimes well where the barrier can be with people is that you could be shining and like you could be the happiest person but then it's the people that aren't in that happiness but there's yeah nothing, there's nothing nicer than somebody accepting somebody for who that they are and being like and just being like that's that person good bad ugly but like uncomfortable situations and whatever and it's just everyone accepting people yeah definitely yeah no I think that's really nice amazing um perfect is there anything that you would like to say would you like to kind of what's your podcast called oh it's called um trash 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 not for you lovely and is that on apple and spotify yeah yeah yeah. so if you want to hear more of danielle then go and check out her podcast um thank you so much for coming on today it was so nice having such a lovely like open conversation um and telling us your story so everyone thank you for listening and we will see you on the next episode